Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows they'll hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the Blue Bloods of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2003 anime film Razefon. Let's meet today's interdimensional time travelers. Normally this is the part where I start saying funny lines, but with such a large cast, let's keep it simple. Joining us today is our lovely cast, Jay, Cat, Johnny, Has and Happy, along with our two moderators, Miles and Pat. We got a lot to talk about today, so let's toss it over to Pat. Yeah, um, man, I, I just, I can't remember what, what's going on right now. I don't know, it must be uh, the blue blood inside of us, right? It's so weird getting to the same introduction that everyone else gets too. It's nice, uh, this episode. I'm liking it so far. Uh, but yeah, so we're talking about Rajay Fan, uh, specifically the anime film as well. The important to note that this is not, uh, there is a series, and then this movie essentially was created as a TV-only version or, or a summarized version of the 26-episode the anime, and it's only a two-hour-long movie. And uh, the director apparently they, uh, has said that they didn't have a lot of time to work on this either. Not you know they, So they weren't very happy with the final product, and I think that we'll talk about um, a, a lot of things throughout the show that, or, or throughout this episode where more explanation would have been nice. But uh, but still, I think uh, most of us had a good time with it. Let's find out, though. So why don't we start with um, Miles, as we always do. Uh, again, this is spoiler-free. First 20 minutes or so of the movie, let's say, or what were your first impressions, stuff you knew going in, etc. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, going in, I knew nothing. Not a single thing. Um, this is, you know, an uh, alternate universe movie about a show that I've I've never seen before. Um, that I had never heard of before. Um, I knew that there were mechs in it. Um, and then I knew that given the fact that it's a movie that like mostly condenses the story of like a two core anime that I would probably be confused along the way. Um, I certainly was confused, but I was also like kind of hype most of the time too. So I was like, what's happening? And like, there'd be a scene where I'd be like, what does this mean? And then it wouldn't matter. Cause like the next scene, something really cool would happen. So like, that was kind of fun. Um, you know, the beginning honestly isn't too confusing. Um, the first impressions were this was this was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's definitely not like like a masterpiece or anything. Um, and I don't I don't think I'd recommend it. What I would recommend, I think, and I haven't seen the series, but like, there's enough there to make me say like, if this seems interesting to you, go watch the series, which I think is probably a better decision than what we did. Um, where we watch the movie. Those are my thoughts. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I would definitely recommend the movie over, or not the movie, the, the series over the movie as well, uh, in hindsight. But hey, well, we uh, we learned for you guys so that you, uh, looking back at this 2003 series that is number 3,890 on the ranking and 4,785 in popularity. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, Kat, what about you? So, much like Miles, uh, the only context that I had for this show was that it existed. And that was brought to my attention by Happy, and then picked up by Pat. So, the thing that I really... (laughs) I... I... It's it's interesting. Uh, that's, That's one thing I could say, which is what I say about every show, but... Uh, honestly, 
I don't. Uh, I'm not sure if I would recommend it. I mean, a lot like Miles said, if you like this, you probably should watch the show. And one thing that I will say is that this show uh, kind of follows the same pattern as, well, from what I understand, because I haven't watched the show yet. Uh, it kind of follows the pattern of like the One Piece movies where like it's not really meant for people to get into uh to get into the show itself it's meant people it's meant for people who have already watched it just to get a recap uh that's my opinion on it i like i wouldn't recommend it uh but if you do think it's interesting uh probably watch the show and then watch the movie if you're into that yeah, there you go. Uh, I think it's funny. Most of the recommendations for this uh, movie are either Gundam or uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. So uh, <laughs> I think there's uh, some similar themes there uh, in, in a lot of these. And Escaflown as well, which is another, another classic one, uh, mecha anime. Uh, Haz, what have you got? Yeah, man. You know me. I'm a simple guy. I enjoy lots of things. And this show, uh, movie, was really fun. And what I will say is that despite condensing all that content into one movie, the first half of it was still more easy to follow than fireworks. Now, I don't know if that's a pro for this or just me wanting to fucking slander fireworks, but it is true. And um, I, really I really enjoyed what was there, but despite how much I enjoyed what was there with the you know glimpses of good animation and interesting designs and like the mechs and the enemies and characters and all that shit the problem is i feel like you just should watch the series you know and so i'm not gonna recommend this despite how much i enjoyed it um i'm gonna recommend the series and then this is some supplements because i'm there's some stuff in here that they add in that's pretty dope the main character fucks pretty good it's a pretty good movie if you ask me but <laughs> i can't recommend it i'm sorry next person yeah, she came back uh, <laughs> for more. She uh, came, back. Yeah. came back for sure. Yeah, there you go. All right, Pete, what about you? This was a prime example of a show where I had zero expectations for. On the surface level, it looks, to me, just looks bad. The cover art of a, like, 15-year-old kid posing like he's Adonis or something like that really didn't turn me on. As I started watching the movie, though, I had a very enjoyable time of, what was on my screen. I kind of like the chaoticness of not knowing what we're watching because the plot was so all over the place. To me, if I were to recommend this, if you have two hours and you need to kill and you're looking for a entertaining movie, I would, I would actually recommend this movie. If you want to sit down, if you want to divulge more into the series, kind of like if you're a fan of neon Genesis, where there's more information online, if you're into that type of thing, I would recommend the series, but overall I would recommend Raze Fon to, uh, the the people who like the the political, maybe like sci-fi fantasy aspects of like Neon Genesis, Gurren Lagann, some Gundams, stuff like that. Yeah, I think uh, I think if you watch the first twenty minutes and you're like, I like this, you should stop and then go watch the series. You know, like maybe that's the that's probably a good way to say this. Maybe not even twenty minutes because I don't know it's, it does start out a little slow. I think um, maybe first thirty minutes, let's say. Um, but yeah, Jay, what about you? Um. I honestly am just going to echo what everybody else said and said that say that I think that the opening scene is really fun, like pretty uh, solid. It obviously um, 
is kind of like a hook to get you interested in what was actually going on because they don't explain anything in the opening scene, more or less. Um, I think that I agree with your point that you just said, Pat, where if you enjoy that opening scene, consider stopping it and going and watch the uh, series instead. I do, like, yeah, I think that that's overall going to be the resounding point of our review tonight is Mm -hmm. that things are probably better explained in the series overall. And I don't think it's necessarily the movie's fault. It's more of like, we just happen to watch the movie before we watch the series for us, you know? Yeah. uh, It is weird too, to think about that. Like this, according to the wiki at least and according to other people that you know we did a little bit of research beforehand uh apparently they changed some things in the movie too i I don't know miles you might be able to point out specific things later on more so um but i do know it is it it apparently did change some story points or some characters so that's uh that's it i'm curious to see what that would be um but yeah johnny what about you so I'll, i'll be honest like i don't really have too much from other people as well. Only that, like, you know, I, I kind of disagree with Jay on the fact that, like, it, it's not the movie's fault. I think it kind of is, it, because, like, there were just some scenes where just, like, it's one thing happens, and then he's in a mech, and then he's shipped off to Jupiter, and then this girl just dies. Sorry, spoilers, but yeah, someone dies. It's just, like, it's so all over the place that I can't take the show seriously, you know? It's like, I try to, like, you know, like, really, like, pay attention and, like, understand the stuff that's going on. I think, like, after 30 minutes, I just gave up. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to accept that this is what I'm seeing. So, you know, like, if I, would I, I, no, I wouldn't recommend this. You know, like, maybe if I watch the series itself, which I'm not going to, but, like, it would be better. But, you know, like, you know, like, if Evangelion can, like, shorten it, which, to be fair, they split it up into, like, two movies. But, like, I still feel like... You know, because I watched that and I could understand the series. You know, I feel like it could have been done better. But yeah, I would not recommend this. Mm. All right. Uh, and lastly, but not least, the uh, the legendary Happy, who, yes, did start the nomination train for this. He nominated, he nominated this randomly during one of our Watch Club episodes, God knows, maybe a year ago almost now. And uh, I picked it up because I was like, whoa, that cover art uh, is fascinating to me. Uh, <laughs> so, so here we are. Uh, Happy, what have you got for us? Right, right. So I uh, nominated this because I had watched the series, and I I still like the series. And I liked watching the movie, but knowing what I do from the series and seeing how stuff got changed and condensed, it hurt. It actually hurt. Um, So I would basically echo what everybody else said and recommend the series, and then watch maybe watch the movie afterwards to see what was changed that's interesting so you do uh we're gonna be asking you a lot of questions today i bet then um i I, i'm excited to hear uh hear your thoughts on the movie um and yeah i've already kind of put my uh my thoughts in uh i i would highly recommend the series uh as long as you like mechs and stuff and dramas and and things like that like i i wouldn't recommend this to like a normie seasonal watcher not that that's an insult but you know it's just like it's not that kind of show uh or it it doesn't seem like it's that kind of show um it's very like drama heavy and i and i like that aspect of it but other people don't so uh so yeah why don't we get started um 
Miles, uh, do you have any specific talking points that you'd like to start us off on? Yeah, I, I want to start us off with like a nice and easy one before we sort of delve into uh, the relatively convoluted plot. I feel like this movie yeah. has like a, a relatively simple plot the and then like some weird stuff that's happening to like the side of that. However, this is the uh, fourth oldest show that we have watched um, on Watch Club uh, being from 2003. Um, but I have to say, like, I thought the animation and, like, the production quality and stuff of this was, was like, pretty good. Um, I'm certainly not an expert on things like that. Um, I often say I don't care about animation. <laughs> um, but So, I, you know, I'm curious to get y'all's thoughts and stuff on this. Um, but, like, I, I thought the sound design was pretty good. I thought the visuals were great. There were things that were done during fights and stuff that were very engaging to me. Um, you know, uh, does anyone in particular have any thoughts on that? And, you know, um, yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, so personally, I, and this may be just, this may just be me, uh, like reading into it a little bit too much, but, um, I feel like the animation in this movie was, it it is like above average, especially for the time. But I don't think it's like really revolutionary because I mean Akira came out in God knows how long ago. Um, well, I don't remember anyway. Uh, which actually we need to watch Akira because I don't we, think we've watched. We have nineteen eighty eight. We have we have an episode. I don't think you was Akira. Um, you were on but, that episode. <laughs> wait, oh, I was? was. Oh damn, I. I need to watch Akira again, I guess. <laughs> I, I, my brain is fried right That's now. It's the blue blood but, getting to him, you know. It's, it's, yeah, it's actually yeah. the um, blue blood. Okay, anyways. Yeah, anyway. Uh, like, the animation is... For its time, it's really, it's really, really good. But, like, for now, it's kind of closer to average. And I think that's just a way that... I think that's just the way that uh that animation has improved and i think that's a really good way uh to for people now to get into the series because a lot of the people that are watching shows right now they're watching things that are on par in animation wise uh at least when they're deeper in anime and know what they want to watch so if you're like in the mecha anime that is i don't know around the same animation quality or things like that i think it'd be a good uh a good watch at yeah. least uh at least visual wise no i i agree you know i think that you know i share the sentiment um that it's average now but we've watched older stuff and it hasn't held up and we've watched newer stuff that hasn't held up and i think this is held up pete you have thoughts yeah first i want to say i don't think it's fair to compare it to like akira which at the time was the highest produced <laughs> like the most money invested into a animated movie ever at like nine million dollars yeah i mean literally the reason why we have things like your name and stuff like that is because the the foundation that akira sent this was more of just a retelling of the series it seems like of like cutting and pasting some clips and stuff like that from the series but for tv as well yeah it was made for tv Yeah, yeah but i think it's really cool to see things like this is studio bones in 2003 not the studio bones that we know today and it's, to me, I thought it was like really interesting to see 
especially like being in the scene so much of seeing like mm-hmm. a up and coming studio nowadays, like Studio Binds, for example, that's doing like Mukosha Tensei and seeing like, hey, they're starting with this. Who are they going to be in like 15 years? Studio Nut with like Decadence, these like newer studios at the time. Bones is a brand new studio, essentially in 2003. I think this was like their fifth anime or something like that. So I think like just a like a maybe not nostalgia, but like a historical reference of seeing Bones' previous work is just really interesting to me. Along with the fact that some of the animation in this movie I thought were like fantastic. The opening like jet fighter scene that they had when they're fighting the Muse for the first time I thought was handled really well. It definitely like raised my expectations of what I was expecting to see. Because just based off the cover art, I, for me personally, it looks cheap. It looks, it looks old, and what I saw originally was not cheap and old. So props to Bones. I thought this was for a 2003 uh, made-for-TV film. I thought this was animated and directly directed uh, very well. Oh, that's Great. So funny because to me, like the the cover art looks like a. Um like vintage almost you know it has that to me it has the feel of like being vintage not like weird or or bad like i don't know like like a 90s fantasy book or something yeah Yeah. like yeah yeah that's Uh, why i thought it was cool like pat reference escaflote uh uh you're not holding it up to the camera i have have it on dvd yeah Mm. he's holding up to the other camera not our camera yeah, oh, he's so fancy. Yes, has. I Go remember that though. <laughs> yeah, man, the animation was dope. I thought that shit was hard. You know, like I think you know. Again, it it looks it, it looks older than when it came out though, for sure. Like it doesn't look like two two thousand three. I think is a bit more modern than this, but I think like the detail and the, the Rosifon itself was super sexy. Um. And, like, I know the series has good animation, too, because there's a scene where someone blows the fuck up, like an alien blows up, and it's really well animated. And and that's definitely from the series, because it was just in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, but, yeah, it looked great. If you like that retro aesthetic, bro, like, I don't know. It, it, I don't think it just looks average now. I still think it looks great. Like, there was, I mean, maybe it was... It, it looks better to me because I think some of the directing choices also complement the style. Um, but if you want to talk about the the light up scene, but I don't know if that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I think we'll I talk really, about that on, our, yeah. on its own because that scene deserves its own that thing. Scene was um, guys. That was like yeah. ten out of ten. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I agree that it holds up. I, I I don't think it's like mind blowingly good, but it like it stands test of time and does not look like bad like other older shows have you know like i i wouldn't um i i think a lot of the um the action scenes like you said were very well done and uh i don't know i it's not like violet evergarden where everything's sparkly and shiny and gorgeous but it's like just solid solid stuff i i think all throughout uh and i i did note um when i was watching it i thought the first like 20 minutes maybe it was just me being sensitive to it but it sounded awful this i watched sub uh it sounded like they were speaking in like a a terrible recording studio or something like i don't know it just away from the microphone yeah it it, it was hollow right it sounded amateur almost like and, and i don't know maybe that was just and maybe i got just got used to it or something by the end of it but i didn't i stopped noticing it after the first like i don't know 20 30 minutes of the movie um 
but yeah, I, I don't know. Again, that's just something that like maybe that's just you know when you, whenever you listen to the original 1970s Beatles releases, like they sound awful, right? Because the mic it, it's just recorded on a toaster, so it doesn't sound <laughs> good, right? Like I I don't know. I probably just upset our two 40 year old plus listeners, but it's okay. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I don't know. So do we want to uh, – do we have any other comments on production? Anybody uh, have anything to throw into that hasn't been said? I thought that the sound design was really good. Yeah, like, I agree. The OST in general was solid. I liked the ancient lamentations that they used in the soundtrack. I'm always a fan of that sort of thing. Like, they've been doing in Summertime Render this season is really solid. Um, I don't know. Like – and just even just the sounds of like the mecha and stuff like that, I thought was really well designed. Um, yeah, which is important in a movie that is thematically about like music in a way. With like the the names of the dolums are all like musical terms. Tuning is obviously a musical term stuff like that and they control their mix by singing as well so. yeah the the screaming and stuff like the yeah the the single note tone thing when they were fighting i thought that was really cool and it sounded like it would coming in a fight too and it wasn't like perfectly melodic it was like it was a you know punches it was punches were being thrown with those notes like i thought that was really cool um yeah the sound design and, and also the during the last fight the song that played was really really good um or, or during the the penultimate scene, essentially, yeah. that that song was just like I was bopping, I was like nodding my head along, I was like, yes, let's go, let's go, come on, go, go, fight, win. I don't know. Um, I got one more thing. To yeah, say. go ahead. Um, this is mainly because I remember us bringing Guilty Crown up in the discussion before before we started. Um. Between Guilty Crown and this show, which are both shows that Pat has nominated and won with, uh, I think this show holds up much better than Guilty Crown did, and Guilty Crown came up, came out in 2011. So that's a uh, that's a that's just a just a, a connection that I made. Yeah, no, it definitely held up better than some of the older shows that we watched. Um... Yeah, yeah, one more thing about sound design. The person who did the sound direction for this is actually the same sound director for Violet Evergarden, all uh, pretty much all the Monogatari series, uh, Awari no Seraph, Clanad, Dragon Maid, Kaon, Haruhi, Nichijou, Free, mm. Inuyasha. He's got a fucking... Like, resume. Yeah, a resume yeah. and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so, insane. Does he do anything other than... No, he's just a sound director. Yeah, and he's no, damn good at it. Actually, doesn't fucking have to, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying does it, I meant that as in like, oh god, he has no life because he's done all of the series. He's done a lot. Yeah, like it's. I've been scrolling for a good forty-five seconds on his page. Yeah. I was gonna say, and that's just the good ones that you're highlighting. He's probably done a bunch of other shit ones too, because that's just the nature of art, right? Like, yeah. I, that's crazy. He's been working since like 1995, at least. Jesus. So. Damn. Yeah, so yeah. legendary guy. Uh, his name is uh, Yota Suroka. Suruoka. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought it was funny the uh, the voice actors, and that's the funny thing about watching these older shows too. Uh, the the voice actors and voice actresses 
they're usually older people, right? They they have to be uh, at this point, you know, after 20 years have passed since this released almost. And it's like, uh, but we still get the main guy, Ayato or uh, Kamina, whatever you want to call him. Uh, his voice actor was, uh, what's his name? Uh, in Demon Slayer. Zenitsu in Demon Slayer. And um, what was the other name that I said earlier? Like, it's just funny to that this guy has gone from doing like a kid 20 years ago to a really annoying freaking brat this a couple of years you know past couple of years and it's just so weird like the, the range it's it, it's so cool to see their talent i guess i don't know they, they, yeah they're yeah. just doing their jobs but it's very cool to see that there's some like longevity to these careers uh but yeah sorry go ahead pete well you want to do my topic yeah, yeah you have a discussion topic you wanted to bring up yeah for sure okay cool um so this is this is for everybody for that has seen these styles of shows where we watch a lot of anime, we talk anime, and when the first time that Razefan got brought up between our group, I don't think anybody other than maybe Happy has heard about it. So, what does Razefan not do that, say, for instance, things like uh, Gurren Lagann, Neon Genesis, Darling in the Franks, Guilty Crown do that would like encapsulate the audience that Razefan doesn't because they, Razefan shares a lot of similarities with all of these shows that for example, in like a mal popularity or whatever, Razifon has a 10th of guilty crown. It has like a 16th of neon Genesis where they are like very stylistic shows and not like horrendous in quality either. So want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah. It has you have some initial thoughts on this? Well, I think in terms of presentation between the shows that, you know, are similar to Razifan, I think to me what sticks out about this particular one is that although obviously there are lots of um, allusions, you know, and, and sort of imagery related to like, you know, divinity and stuff and, and these other ones or stuff like that, I think this one is the most impacted by that, like in terms of art style, like it, it feels almost like... The only thing I can uh, like sort of think of in terms of like, there's like, uh, for example, the girl who's asleep the whole time, like that entire set piece of like this giant room with like a bed of flowers. It, where an Ava, where an Ava something like that is like, you can see, like you know you you see it towards the end it becomes more explicit but it's just like the same actions or maybe it's pot or whatever but it still looks like it belongs in Ava. I feel like the mech has fucking angel wings that are like feathers like they're. <laughs> It's it's some cool shit. So I think that's what makes Razifan stand out to me, at least, off of just like me not being. I was like, I looked at it and I was like, that's super cool. But does it do something that like, like what do these what? other shows do that why Razifan isn't on like the same level as like a Neon Genesis? Like, oh, what do, what do you I've, think it's missing? I see. I misunderstood the. I thought you were just saying what differentiates. I mean, it you can, from... th that is part of the question too. But like, yeah. I guess like. Was there, Why isn't this as popular? As yeah, was there something missing for you? Like, for me, it had like I mean, I, I thought like I thought Haruka was a baddie. Like, I don't know. Like, it had yeah. like the waifus. It had the romance. It had like I thought like the cool like fantasy elements of the robots like Neon Genesis has. But like, why is this not Neon Genesis? The the main character wasn't a complete bitch. Like you know, like that's that's pretty nice. Isn't Shinji's it? the goat. Oh. So I don't know Based. what you're talking about. Oh. I get I a tattoo of him then. I don't know. I'd you suit? should. Yeah, I get a tattoo okay. of Shinji doing the. You know, never mind. Sorry. Just to, um, <laughs> go oh, ahead, Haz. Go I was going to say, just a real quick answer to the question because I realized I was, just a real quick answer to that was um, 
for me, the only thing I would say that was kind of not missing, but it, it felt a little off, even from the, you know, even knowing that it's a movie and it's being condensed, it still felt like the events in the story and sort of the introduction things, like, I didn't really feel it, like, like, it felt like every new scene, there was, like, a new person and a new twist, and it, I, I could see that in this, if it's, I'm in this series or something, it becoming a little, inc like, too much, you know what I mean? Where, like, there's this new person, everything I have to keep learning, because, and, like, in Ava and Grand Lagan, I think it sticks to, like, there are these pieces, and this is what we're going to play with. And this one, I felt like, even towards the end of the story, with, like, the 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 girl that looks exactly like has the same name as the other girl and, and the Alice in the Wonderland like it becomes a lot uh, and I could see that being an issue. Okay, let me ask you a follow up question real quick. Uh, with do you think that Kamina being like the main character where he's not the the quiet kid the 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 loader type because like we see that like mm -hmm. Simone and Gurren Lagann at the beginning is like the quiet following in the footsteps of Kamina hero and darling of the Franks is more of like the outcast um shinji is the the incel goat but like <laughs> kamina like right off the bat is like he's, he's especially in this movie is introduced as the heartthrob he's holding hands with a girl while another girl has a love letter in his hand mm -hmm. did that do you think something like that where like it, it can't be like a self-insert character for maybe a lot of anime watchers affect it i i, I could see that affecting it um I guess it's hard now, right? Because I, I, I wasn't out when those things came out or like, you know, paying attention. So like, you know, now we call, people call Shinji a bitch and I don't know if it would have the, you know what I mean? But back in the day, how did, what were people who were watching anime looking for? Like it definitely could have affected it um, because it seems to be against, like you said, like what other things got popular at the time. I, it's so funny. Cause like, I would rather self project on the, Haruka, uh, Haruka my, or Kamina myself than Shinji or anyone else because of the fact that he is like a normal person that I could see myself but I guess what you're saying is like for anime fans or whatever like to they might self project better onto and, someone and Pat, if you want to self insert the Haruka that's perfectly fine too oh yeah that's true <laughs> yeah she is a pretty badass lady um, yeah. uh, but sorry uh, Miles I think you were next yeah no so like I, I guess like what I think, Pete, is that timing is important for the, there's a few things that I think are here. Like one, like the show is very clearly, at least this movie, derivative of Evangelion in a few ways. So like if you come out early, you don't get people just being like, this is a, you know, Ava clone. Because I feel like if you're, I don't know, let's say it's 40% similar to Evangelion, you know, that, that leaves a lot of room for it to be its own thing. But it still has, like, the parental figure who's actually the bad guy. Um, you know, it has... It, I mean, Haruka is just Masato, like, aesthetically. She, like, mm, has yeah. very heavy Masato vibes. Um, you know, I think that um, that's sort of part of it. Um, uh, and then Ava has a thing where it's, like, its characters are just just so so good um like you have you know like people do complain that like shinji's a bitch but then you also have like asuka who isn't one right like or not the, not the same kind <laughs> um as you would be saying about shinji and like 
how they play off of each other and how they're both dealing with their trauma and like, like a very similar trauma about parental abandonment in completely different ways. And because of that, they don't get along and like just all of these like interplaying things that are there. And it's not that these characters are bad. These are good characters. The ones that we got fleshed out, but like even Gullion's characters are like really good, like really, really, really good. Um, why, you know, and then like, that's why it doesn't stand out compared to that. It also doesn't have as much of a gimmick as like, say guilty crown, right. Which is like really pushing like idol culture and like, you know, songs. And they, they like, they put together a band for, you know, the show, um, which is like a pretty big deal. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, that might be the kind of thing. Mecha were also a little more common back in the day. So I don't know, maybe it just had a harder time standing out because, it, you know, that was just a more popular genre at the time. Um, you know, it's something can be solid but not do anything special. And if there's a market saturation at the time for whatever it is, sort of get lost. And I, I think that's probably, that's a good point. My guess. I think too, um, like what you said earlier, Pete, you kind of answered your own question before you asked it. Like you said, bones, this is like their fourth thing they've ever done. Like, uh, they were formed in 1998. Think about the, like who was behind Gurren Lagann, Gainax. Trigger like some of the biggest names in anime, so they probably automatically had a following and a that's a good point. Verse, and this is an anime original as well, which of course I guess Gurren Lagann is, and uh, it was Evangelion. Evangelion. But again, they were originals done by Gainax, done by it was Gainax also Evangelion. My brain's having a fart. Yeah, they're um, the same. Yeah, it was okay. Um, and e even Guilty Crown, I believe. Uh, gosh, who were they? Um. Is that like I, A1 I, or something? I A1? think it's A1. Yeah, it's A1. So there you go. That's another one that like they they, they automatically would have that fan base versus uh, uh, Bones might not have at the time. Like you said, I, th I don't know if it was their fourth show ever, but it was one of the first like five that they had ever done. So um, so yeah, uh, but Happy, uh, what have you got for us? Oh, there we go. Yeah, so you guys were talking about comparing it with the Neon, you know, Evangelion. And uh, that's more of a Western comparison, because from what I understand in Japan, it's more likely to be compared with a show called Raideen, which is where it takes a lot of inspiration from. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah, the Eva comparisons is just because Western fans are more likely to be familiar with that than whatever Raideen is. Yeah, well, I think it does definitely, it, all the... Uh... The biblical, there's a little bit of the biblical stuff that Evangelion has, and then also M Masato does. E I mean, even the hair color is the same. Yes, very right? true, very like, true. Like it's uh, it, it comes off, and and Mecca too. Like Mecca was very new to the West. Uh, I feel like when Evangelion took off, right, compared to I guess Gundam had already existed, right? But yeah, uh, fun yeah. fact, fun fact. But, though, but this the, is what uh, made it blow up, I guess. The yeah. director of Razafon was brought on to the rebuild of Evangelion as a uh, costume designer. That's very cool. Um, that God, there's so many little nuggets. Like, how do, how does no one know what this show is? It's so it's so it's so interesting. Um, yeah, sorry, Cat. Uh, I believe you're next. Uh, actually, I was gonna let Jay. Yeah, go we're on. gonna have Jay go and then. Kat. Oh yeah, go ahead. 
So, in uh, about why it's might have not been popular, if you take a look at the season where Rossifon came out, it uh, was in uh, winter 2002. And another uh, really popular anime came out at that time, a little project known as Full Metal Panic, which was being done by Studio Gonzo, who was also coming off of a really hot streak, having just done Helsing. So... It might have something slightly to do with that there, because Full Metal Panic is extremely popular. Yeah, I I've heard of that. That was kind of crazy. Don't forget Onigai Teacher as well. Of course, <laughs> and, and don't forget Beyblade came out. Yes, of course. Beyblade two thousand two. Come I on, have Beyblade on disc. That shit's a classic. Anime um, was yeah. so different. I'm just looking at the season. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, isn't it? Um, you guys want a yeah, trivia they're... question? Yeah, hit us. Do you know what Studio Gonzo turned into currently, present day? Gonzo these nuts. Oh, oh I wish. Go um, Gonzo is now. We're done with the podcast. <laughs> that's the second. That's the second nut joke. Studio, uh, Studio Gonzo is now Studio Wit. Ooh. Oh, oh really? really? Interesting. Like, so Rosario that. Vampire was done by Studio Wit. Yeah. In, in, fucking in, in classic. The, it uh, makes uh, sense uh, that it was Studio Gonzo then. Yeah. The only Studio Wit could fit that many panty shots in an anime. So, uh, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah, so happy. Sorry. Continue, please. Uh, so what what you're saying is Anya Forger is going to be Mocha in next season of Spy Family. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers! God, we hope not. Eden um, Academy turns into the vampire. Oh man! Let's stop speculating on this. I can't. I can't. I need something that's wholesome in my life. Okay, we yeah. can't. We can't conflate the two. Cat, did you have thoughts on the popularity of this and like why it might not have stood out? Yes. Uh. So my. So the reason why I think it wasn't as popular is because when you think about things like Neon Genesis or things like uh fucking. What was it? What were you talking about? Um, Gordon Lagan. Gordon Lagan. There it is. Uh, when, we, when you think about those, like a lot of the time, you have a lot of controversy with it. So, of course, and controversy being in the form of either characters or whether somebody's a bitch or uh, you know waifu wars. And they did have waifus in this show, but like it. I don't think it was constructed in such a way, and this might this might not be true because we haven't watched the series. But um, the whole uh, what's her face, uh, red girl versus white girl, uh, Oscar Ray. Yes, Oscar versus Ray. I can't remember the names for some reason. Uh, like that is one of the biggest waifu wars that has come out for ever. Ever. Like. Like it's it's huge, uh, and also the whole fucking Shinji's a bitch now, and that's more of a more recent thing. But uh, still, it still makes it current, and people still go back and watch it today. And it's now seen as like one of the classics. Uh, so just thinking about stuff like that, I don't. I, I'm sure that Razefan has some controversy, but not to the level of that. Also mixed with the uh mixed with the popularity things that we're talking about, like Studio Bones and uh how much money was being spent on marketing for the show and all and all the things going on with that. Uh I think that that was probably 
I think that the not necessarily lack of controversy, but the controversy not being at the forefront of the show is one of the is one of the things that kind of held it back from being as popular as it was. There wasn't like talking points around it, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. You couldn't get to an argument with somebody on the internet with like ten thousand people watching it. That's that's what I mean. Um. So I have a question that um I think uh, I want to hear from Happy because he can tell us if we're right or wrong, basically on on this having seen the series. Um, but like. There were definitely scenes in this movie that referenced nothing that we had seen before and then like never never came up again. Um I guess for me, and I want to get people's opinions on these, I just quickly, but like they really didn't bother me a ton, even though it was sort of like a dangling, you know, participle of a movie. Like I think it probably would have made more sense to cut them. Um from this movie at least. Um, but you know, what were your guys' thoughts on it's... like on those scenes? And happy, like I guess quickly, like those scenes that they added, you must have known what they were talking about. How important are they to the the makeup of the show? I guess that's hard to answer because it's not just that the, they add stuff; it's that they change like okay. actual plot points. Like Quan, the girl in the flower bed, she is way more prominent in the show and has much more importance just to give a quick example so it is generally it's the same but specifically it is actually somewhat very different okay so if you, if you had to like give it a quick number between like one and ten how similar is the plot of the show and the movie probably a seven Seven being very similar, but with like slight changes, or seven being like super different, or, or or pretty different with like only minor similarities. Seven being like the same general idea, but specific events are different. Interesting. That that is very that that's so weird too, because like you would think that to publish it on TV, you would want it to be essentially identical to the series. Um, uh, but obviously you do have to change things, I guess, because you can't just keep everything the same because you, you're you going from, what is it, two cores of anime is probably, what, seven hours of screen time to freaking two. Yeah. To literally two. You could tell it was condensed to two as well. Um, did the dangling scenes affect anyone else? Like, did Or were you just able to breeze by them because of the very quick pace of the movie? Anyone? Um, I, I thought I could just breeze by them just because of the pace of the movie. And like I feel like the, the story or at least the way I was consuming information felt structured where it was like there was like dangling events and like then there was like some exposition dump. Then with more dangling events, exposition dump. Because there's like the huge speech with the mom that I felt like kind of explained some things earlier on um, and some things going forward. And then also... Uh, there was a second scene where they sort of explain, um, but that's how I felt like it, it kind of eventually there would be some sort of explanation or like I just use the parallels of like Evangelion and other stuff to try to fill in the blanks. <laughs> I like that. It's like, okay, yeah. this is probably what that trope was. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. like figure yeah. it out. Um, Pat, you have something. Yeah. Um, I would say that those scenes, like I was able to ignore them because I was having enough fun 
with it. Like, and I was, uh, and it like, like what has kind of said too, it does that for the first like half an hour where it cuts from scene to scene to scene. And then it slows down a little bit and gives you a bit of an explanation. So then when it started happening again, I kind of just assumed, Oh, it'll explain it to me later or, Oh, it'll make sense later. And that was the case with some things that happened. Others, not so much. So I think, uh, yeah, a big complaint. I think, that we would all echo, and that's why we keep saying we would recommend the series over the movie, is that there are a lot of characters that we meet that we just don't learn anything about. There's a lot of uh, scenes that happen that we're like, oh, why did that just happen? Or what is the context of it occurring this specific moment that we don't get answers for? Um, but that being said, like I still enjoyed it enough. Like I, I, It's weird that I... Because normally I hate that. I hate not getting answers, and I am still frustrated, but... I I didn't like sit there going, oh screw this movie! It it's not making any sense. I I was like captivated by what was going on in in every single scene that happened. Do you think knowing the context that they were basically forced to fit two seasons, like you just like knew it was going to happen, so you just accepted from the beginning, yeah. you wouldn't get everything answered? Yeah, that probably helps it. You know, maybe that's one of the reasons why I um I didn't mind uh the Promise Neverland's ending as well. Uh so yeah. for season two because it's like, yeah, I realize that they're cutting a bunch of shit and that this is if this is all that they can do for us, then that's all they can do. Um You just lost thirty subscribers, by the way. No, this is the first time Pat had a take on this. I've, I've had this <laughs> I've had this take so much. Fight me, it's not that bad. It really isn't. If you're not a source reader, it's not that bad. It's um, a good thing we have so many hosts on this show so you can find somebody else to like. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, I'll die on that hill. Um, right next to uh Mama or whatever her name was. Uh, but wow. yeah, uh, I don't know, Isabel, that's her name. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, Pete, why don't you go? Yeah, I I think Miles made a good point of why it wasn't that big of a deal. It's because of how fast paced that the movie was. If it was slower, I feel like I would have a bigger problem. But the character like Elvie, who is like the tan jet pilot who is randomly in a few scenes. Yes. It's just a blip, but it happens so fast where it's just like, I kind of understand like the importance, like, oh, she's like a jet fighter for Terra or something like that. The really confusing one was like the end scene where the guy like gave his like manifesto about everything. He's like, yeah. I will not do this. Blah, blah, blah. And then he just gets shot where that was just like, <laughs> who are you people? That was like, that was to me, that was probably like the only like negative in that aspect because that seemed like a very, climactic point of the movie of two characters i don't know who they are but some of the like the little blips and stuff like wasn't that big of a deal to me just because of the pacing of the movie yeah i agree i mean there would be like 30 seconds where you'd be like what is this and then you just forget about it because like mechs were fighting or whatever uh cat yeah. you have something to say so i i i wasn't really too bothered by it like like a lot of you guys said uh it's it's been a lot like it's a lot easier to ignore a lot of the like hanging plot points that they didn't really expand upon during the movie because you know it's a movie and it's based off of a show uh but uh so like it's really easy to just go okay that was fucking weird all right back to mechs fighting cool uh but i i do want to bring up a question i don't know if this is like real hold on cat like, don't change the topic yet Keep we're we're still on this topic. I was just gonna ask, like, if it if the show had been changed because the manga was different from the show. 
Like that, that's a, anime original. Uh no, but Kat's right. The manga is also very different from the manga, the movie, and the TV Ooh. show are, are all different. Yeah, but the manga came out after the after the show, right after the movie was developed. So that that's the the big thing. It, it's almost like uh, uh, I believe this is what Shinkai does with his Your Name and with all the other movies that he's done. Mm-hmm. He'll publish a novel after the movie to to like give readers or people who are fans of it something else to to read or whatever consume that might be a more almost director's cut insider whatever knowledge but that that's uh that, yeah so it's not based on the manga though this is based on the original story by the director and obviously the cast that wrote it yeah uh that's really all i wanted to point out that's just that uh little tangent perfect and to wrap it up i think pat wanted to talk about a scene that i'm pretty sure all of us really liked so uh pat you can you can take it away. Yeah, yeah. So um I think every uh my favorite scene uh in the movie, at least in terms of uh especially ones that were related to action, was the scene with gosh, what was her name? Asahi Asahina, which uh th- this scene uh she's the basically the love interest that um you know fell you know fell second second will to uh Haruka or whatever her name was, uh Mishima, whatever she that's changed her name, whatever bullshit that was. Um, the scene where she knows that she's going to die, you know, he's going to basically, you know, he's going out to be, to pilot the uh, pilot the mecha, and she she's like, oh, you're gonna go kill that thing. That that thing is me, but I can't tell you that because I know you won't do it then, or whatever. I thought it was so cool, and like they they had the text being like spread out across the city as like explosions and stuff like that. Like that was really cool. I don't know it was such a beautifully drawn scene. And I, I also thought it was, uh, you know, a little, maybe a little heavy handed with the symbolism that they use, like, you know, with like literally like showing things happening. But, uh, I, I, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was worth drawing attention to. Has anyone else, uh, uh, has, what have you got? Yeah, bro. That scene was so hard. That scene was crazy. That was, you you know i don't it's not my favorite scene it's my second favorite scene him getting laid was my first favorite scene i just thought that was that was the best fact but you know for the second best scene yo bro that scene happens right after this scene in the movie by the way which i'm sure it probably doesn't happen it does not happen, I'm sure, in the series, like, no. two minutes later. I'm sure it's, like, two episodes later. I think he but... doesn't get late in the series, does he? N- no, no, he doesn't. No, oh, no. he doesn't. No, really? no, he doesn't. No. The sex scene was added to the movie. It was. Wow. Does That's he, like, imply get That's why late? he asks if she has a boyfriend right afterwards. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. He asks afterwards like a real man should, I yeah. <laughs> by the way. Yeah. That, you know, by the way. Yeah. She. She. She taken. Yeah. You, no. Um, you fucking someone else. Um. That's very glitter. interesting. But I yeah. No. Um. My father. But the. It was. It was great. The direction was great. And it's crazy how as little as I gave a fuck about Asahina and their romance, the impact mm-hmm. was still there. And I was like, yo, that's how hard it was. The last shot. Of him like putting his fist through the angel's chest and like the like the her getting lifted, it was crazy. It was crazy. That was some gas pack. That's all I have to say. 
it it was so so good ah yeah, god no. i actually i agree with that has like i would be really interested to see the impact of that scene had i cared at all about that character that was introduced like 15 minutes before she died if that um she was introduced in the first scene but yeah fair yeah i mean you see her like you know standing there or whatever and then and she's, she's also the character on the train that you know is his child clearly meant to be like his childhood friend or whatever like someone else uh inside of the circle you know when she bleeds red that's her like the on the face that's asahina isn't it or am i wrong um, yeah, it's, it's been a long day. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, when they when the train crash happens, like I thought that was really cool. Like they show that she bleeds red, but then when he finds her or whatever, and is like, "Oh shit, her her blood's blue," and she's in denial about it, right? And he's like, "Oh yeah, no, it's red. Your blood's red. It's okay." Like I thought that that was a really uh, really cool way to like foreshadow or or not foreshadow to to call back to, hey, she was yeah. a normal human, but now she or or was not transformed into the the Rajafan or whatever they're called, uh, yet, but then she eventually became one. Um, uh, the Dolem. It's the, it, it was a Dolem she was synced to. Dolem. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you, Happy. So yeah, I I, I thought that that was uh, pretty well done, at least. And I, I thought it was really weird how he basically is just like, all right, fine, yeah, I accept that I'll live with her for a couple... Again, that's like one of those scenes that like, <laughs> you're like, oh, did he that's actually really get a part-time weird. job? Like, I thought he was just using that as an excuse for him then like leaving and going to um do Raja on things you know that, yeah, that was honestly that was so weird because yeah, he was like nerve. yeah like yeah i, I like, know my destiny is to like pilot this like razafon and like i'm definitely like eventually uh gonna find what's her name and like we're gonna get together but like for right now this is fine yeah <laughs> which like, of course maybe that was him uh, in the series maybe they show that's him Better, they show better. I, I interpreted it this way, anyways, but maybe they show better that it's him taking mercy or sympathy for the late, you know, for the girl, which is um, why you always want someone to date you, right? Like, because they feel bad for you. <laughs> well, you know, she didn't know that though. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's uh sucks, but yeah, that's good point, just, Pat. <laughs> you know, I, hey, it's true though, like it happened. I, I that's why I interpreted it. I I've interpreted it as him just like trying to be like to pretending to be normal for like a little bit. I right? thought so too. Like, like just ignoring the massive problems that were going to come crashing onto their doorsteps for as long as they could. It's universal apocalypse. Well, happy tell us which one of us was right. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was the question? Well, basically, when he goes and does his little adventure with uh, Asahina and gets a part-time job and lives life like nothing's happening, uh, was that, like, in the series? For First off, does that happen in the series? Yes, uh, that definitely happens. Okay. Uh, is it implied that, like, he's trying to ignore everything that's going on around him? Or is it more, like, or does he seem, like, kind of aware and that he's... Trying to support Asahina. Yeah. Like, emotionally. I'd say a little bit of both. I'll take it. All right, we'll, we'll take it. it, we'll, we'll, take talk, it. We'll, we'll, we'll shake on that. There no winners in this fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I think we uh, we can probably get into our closing thoughts, which we can uh, include. Uh... So funny, like there's not really a lot of boys in this series that actually like came up in the movie. Um, there are kind of three characters in the show, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. And uh, like that. that and matters. like the mom, I guess. But like, yeah, the, it's like I was saying in the the chat we were having before the show, like there's this one point where they're doing like the military strike on the floating city, 
And there's this one male character who's like a high up military guy who's like this. He's basically saying like, this was my dream to do this. I will not fail. And I'm like, who does blood think he is? Like, yeah, he really thinks he's him. Like, yeah. who do yeah, you this, think you this are? Stormtrooper is like stepping up thinking he's Darth Vader. Um, oh, my God. It's like Shield Hero Season 2 Syndrome. Where just like random characters show up and they're like, oh, I finally achieved my goal. And you're just like. Now they cut your backstory, dude. <laughs> like, who are you? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, either way, though, let's do closing thoughts. And, like, I don't know. Uh, I think most of us really liked Haruka, I would imagine. Um, and I assume she's our best, most of ours best girl, I, I would assume. I yeah, know, fuck maybe. that. I'm going with Asahina. She had a way cooler like, scene than Haruka I like ever had. Asahina. That's fa- fair enough. All right, well, there we go. So, like, I, I guess, the, but those are really the only two options, I guess. Uh, One, kind of. If you she, like, she if you like Megomi. fucking what was essentially God, Quan's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is cool. Uh, Shito, which was the the I like your type has the little sister of uh, Haruka. You know, the one that was like Megumi, there. Megumi, yeah. Megumi, she was pretty cool. I thought she was funny. Um, but she did like the annoyed faces or whatever, which was cool to see that, that you don't see that those in comics very often. Eventually turned into an old man. That was cool. If you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah! Hell that was no. crazy! I think that was her father that possessed her, too, is the fucked up thing. Like, I had completely forgotten that that had happened. Yeah. That was, yeah. How'd you forget that happened? That there was, was a lot of stuff going insane. on in that climax, was, Taz. There was a lot was. of stuff going on <laughs> in that climax. That person died. Yeah, they, they're just like, oh, wow, you killed him? No. Oh, you know, you know what it... better. <laughs> you guys watch Sub, right? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, I watched I dub. No, it's a stark okay. difference. Okay, and dub, they, yo, bro, it goes from the female voice to just the same old man voice. No, it was it's the same really... old man voice. In oh, the... yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Too. Yeah. That shit was crazy. I was like, what the? Yeah, that was yeah. great. <laughs> All right. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, let's do our uh, closing thoughts and final score. So, Miles, why don't you start us off like always? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, uh, this, I, I don't know, this this was, like, a movie that I watched and I had, like, a pretty good time. Um, it's, it's certainly, I would even say heavily flawed um, as a movie, but, <laughs> but like, it was intriguing enough that, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll, like, check out the series at some point. Like, it's not going to be immediately, but, like, at some point in my life, I'll get around to watching that series to see if it fleshes out on things. Um, you know, it's the type of series that not being fleshed out where I can just ignore a bunch of these side plots might be good or bad for the quality of the show. You know, like, who knows? Um, but I think ultimately it was fun. Uh, I'm going to give it, like, a six uh, because there are just scenes that don't, they literally do nothing. They could have just been completely cut. And it's not like superfluous scenes to the plot of the movie. It's just they never explain what the scenes are doing or what who the characters are or anything like that. And like that's like a pretty major flaw. But it, it's definitely like a like a fun six, like a popcorn six, I'll call it. <laughs> like it, it's not a bad time at all. Fair enough. <laughs> I right, uh Kat, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna mirror a lot of what uh, Miles was saying because I was I was about to say, oh, it's gonna be a fun six in my head, and then he just says the fucking words out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> so, uh, I I agree with Miles with that. Uh, it is 
It is certainly something that if you are a stickler about every plot point being fleshed out, or at least somewhat uh, hinted upon, uh, not just like coming out of coming out of the woodwork, uh, this is going to annoy the shit out of you, and you should probably just watch them watch the series. But uh, I th- I think that this show, if you're not that type of person, is pretty. It's one of those shows that you can, like, sit back and watch and, uh, I mean, it's one of those movies that you can sit back and watch and waste a bit of time with because you, you know, you're going to have fun with it, but I mean, you know what you're watching isn't, isn't the greatest. So you're not trying to judge it analytically or, uh, or just dive deep into everything. Uh, so I... I like I said I would I would probably give it a six also so six already uh has what about you yeah man you know my closing Ten. thoughts I'm just... <laughs> oh, sorry I was just <laughs> <laughs> you were just making a prediction hey hey look you know me man I love Evangelion and if you just you know take the I, on a serious note I'm fucking with y'all but on a serious note I really yeah, he doesn't I, like Eva. I, I, hold on, watch him out. I really like this this movie, and I think despite the fact I didn't really know what the hell was going on towards the end, I, I hadn't. It somehow still kept me engaged, and I feel like it, as a it, it's cool, like it's interesting and cool, like because I just want to watch this series now. Like, why is she in a rose bed, and why did she get kissed and then fly away in a fucking Jesus pose? to the air and then evaporate that's cool that's just cool the mech has angel wings it's cool this is a cool thing but you should definitely watch the series so i'm gonna give it like a seven there you go seven out of ten from has all right pete what about you separated or yeah i had a really good time watching this i i like i said early in my beginning thing i went into this having like the lowest of expectations i thought i was not going to have an enjoyable time and i was really happy that the fact that it was a movie, and when I turned on High Dive, the fact that I had a double went, oh, great, like, I don't have to pay attention as much as I would normally would for a show that I want to, like, watch, but Russell Vaughn exceeded my expectations. I had a whole lot of fun. I get it when people watch, like, basic battle shonen, and, like, the fights are cool, 10 out of 10. Like, Russell Vaughn to me was, like, this was an entertaining galactic space battle between blue aliens and humans, and it was all over the place. The plot at points made zero sense, but I had a really fun time watching it. So to me, based off just that, I'm going to give it a seven. I had a really fun time watching it. That's nice. Pete gave it a seven. Let's go. All right, let's go. Rate fun gang, rise up. All right, Jay, what about you? Uh, I think I had a pretty good time with it. The movie, I feel like if you haven't seen the TV show, is pretty disjointed in ways. Like, I don't think it's kind of... I think it could be edited better, if that makes sense, not to have so many, like, scenes that just jump to other scenes that don't have anything to do with each other. Like, especially the added sex scene stands out with, like, it could have gone after the scene of, I know I keep harping on it, but it could have gone after the scene where he asks if the woman he just had sex with in the scene right before has a boyfriend. It could have went after that scene. That's all. Um... 
I think that the mecha design is really solid if you're someone who's into like super robot stuff. If you're someone who's more into real robot stuff, I don't think you'll be very interested in this at all. I think that um, I would enjoy seeing this more in the series so I could get some more mileage out of like the intrigue and world building because I was looking at the timeline before the show and passing around to everybody and it seems pretty interesting. Like if you can actually get like the context for everything rather than having it condensed into like a two hour time slot sort of deal. I think it, I would definitely recommend watching the series first and if you like that then going and watching this to see what's different basically. But overall, I did enjoy what I was say what I was watching, even if it was a bit of a mind fuck at points. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is a seven for me as well. Seven for Jay. All right, Johnny. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I feel like I haven't really said a lot this episode. You know, I don't really have too much that like to add on, honestly. <laughs> so for me, it's just like, and part of that is because I just couldn't find it in me to like pay attention that much to this show because you like there's some shows where it's like you know it's confusing but it's like you want to understand it for me i just didn't really have that you know it's like mm -hmm. i kind of just gave up trying to understand what was going on i was just there to like watch it you know like i do think it was like good look i didn't like say this before but, but like when we were talking about it i think it does look good for its time you know i, I thought like the mech design of this was actually really cool like the main rossi fawn with like the angel wings like on the mm -hmm. side of his head like I thought that was really cool. So, you know, like, that, that is not going for it, but, you know, like, the plot's a disjointed mess. I really didn't, like, care too much for it. You know, just a lot of other things like that as well. So I'm going to give the show a five. I don't really think it's, like... I didn't think it was going to, like... It, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was to be, but it's still not really, like, my kind of show. So, yeah. Completely fair. Completely fair. Alrighty, and Happy, why don't you uh, close us off before I go? Sorry about that. So, uh, what I would say is, as someone who's actually watched the series, um, I would probably just echo what most everybody else said and say the series is probably the better starting point. I still enjoyed what I watched, but just seeing all the changes and all the stuff that got smushed or cut just made it feel very inferior. So, I'm going to give it, a, because my enjoyment was still relatively high, I'll still give it a seven. Seven from Happy. All righty. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, I would recommend going and watching the series rather than the show. That's really all I can say. I, I enjoyed the movie, but go watch the series. Don't watch this movie. Uh, I think seven out of 10 is a pretty fair sh score for this because it, uh, it's still enjoyable, but it clearly is not as good as what the series would have wanted it to be. So, uh, so that brings our total score between eight people to 52. I'll divide that by eight. So we come out to a uh, pretty round 6.5. So well done, guys. We uh, we did a good job keeping our overall score pretty high. That's the highest uh, or second highest I've ever had nominating a show. Um, Congrats, Pat. Because no, you're, you're second highest. That, that's why I said second highest. Um only behind Tadakun, uh, which only had four oh, people rating third it. Third highest. You had an eight zero for uh, the girl who went through time. Oh, uh, right. With also, which also had only four people on it. Yes. Uh, talking about it. yes, perfect. Uh, three people. Either. Shout out to Saint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out Saint. Uh, yeah, three of us, and we all. Get, well, I think I, we counted Miles' score though. Uh, so I also gave right. it an eight. So <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. exactly. 
Yeah, the most 8 out of 10 movie of all time. Got an 8 from 4 people. Look at that. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's our discussion on Rajay Fon, the movie. Uh, please, if there's anyone listening that knows a ton more details about the show or the movie as well, uh, we would love to hear it. I know it's a very unlikely because of how unpopular this series was, but I'm glad we did it. I thought it was really fun. And uh, and if you are interested in the series, please go watch it and then come back to us. Like We'd love to hear your your thoughts on it. But uh, Miles, we did some voting. So what are we watching for Memorial Day weekend? Uh, May, thir- uh, May 30th will be our next episode. Yeah, absolutely. In third place, we have Punchline. We had a tie for second place between Rosario Vampire 2 and Classroom of the Elite. Now, Pete, buddy, Sal, I got, I got my, I got my I'm so excited. I'm got, so excited. I Let's go, bo- baby. got a bottle Let's full go. of Haterade. Uh, 86 is an American English slang term used to indicate that an uh-huh. item is no longer available. However, the term is now more generally used to mean to get rid of someone or something. In the 70s, it was expanded to refer to murder. Pete, are you going to murder the show that we're watching this I week? I can't wait to rip apart this mediocre show. Okay. Well, we're going to be watching mediocre. Fully Cooley. So- <laughs> Let's fucking go! <laughs> Yo, I want you to know how fucking... Our, yo, bro, I worked hard the to make convinc- that. The <laughs> convincing. That was great. Yeah. That was Honestly, like a week long. Go back, go back and watch my face throughout the entire thing. Because <laughs> I start smiling because I think Fully Cooley won when you get to one. And then you start saying that. And I'm just like, <laughs> This was you a week long project that, like, like la- what was it? Monday? That Pete was like, I don't want to watch 86. <laughs> I do not want to watch 86 again. Because Miles said some off. Oh, yeah, that was because, like, Ma- like Ma- Haz was like, <laughs> like, yeah, Fully Cooley won, like, immediately. It had 19 points. The second highest shows had, like, 12. It was just, just, I mean, it, it, it had a lot of legacy points, right? It's a show that it's been, like Rosario 2 and Classroom of the Elite, that have been, you know, pretty high up there on our lists. Uh, to watch, you know, Jay's nominated it a few times. I've nominated it a few times. Like we, the group wants to get it done for whatever reason. Pete was just like, "Oh damn, I think '86 won." And so <laughs> I, I talked to Pat to like help him sell the bit. Like I mean, I, I just oh, like Pat, you, know, got me. you got me. You got me. Listen, I, 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 it's worth it to troll Pete for one, and then also we will, so we will, we will watch '86 someday. I cannot wait because I, I love that show, and I will fight Pete to the like, podcast viewers, bro. I was so. I'm sorry for the I wasn't really happy listeners. that so we would have been watching 86. I was happy that Pat would have won twice in a row. And I was like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, I know. That's never going to happen, though. So, yeah. You know, this is me. Um, <laughs> Maybe put, put a loud noise warning timestamp in there. This, was, <laughs> this payoff was the best part that of this. That was great. That was great. That was the greatest. Was I'm sweating. I'm sweating right now. I was. <laughs> yo. His, his haterade was like there. Oh. Yeah. Full, full bottle, twenty-two ounces of Haterade, ready to go. I I should have. We should have all coordinated to vote for <laughs> You can still do that year. next time. We should do that next. Well, time. if someone we get should to nominations. Yes. Yes. Let us right. We'll do our nominations. 
Wow, we got really unhinged there for a little bit, but it's okay. That's what happens. Okay, we sometimes. all we all can have a silly, funny time sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, we just... actually did an amazing job in the conversation of keeping everything together. So at the end here, we can unravel a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So guys, what are we nominating for? Uh, gosh, what day will this be? This will be June thirteenth. Is when we will be watching this show. So we are nominating. Uh, there's nothing to nominate around that. So yeah, just nominate some normal shows, some normal one core shows or movies that we can watch. Uh, Happy gets to nominate. Uh, Happy, do you have a nomination ready? Uh, your mic cut out on you. I, I did. I, I'm having trouble with Discord at the moment. Um, yes, I do. And I'm gonna go back to the magical ger- girl genre with Magia Record. Magia Record, okay. Miles, you're writing this down, right? Yeah. I am. I want to watch this apparently bad spinoff of Madoka. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I played the, the gotcha game while it was available in English. Um, so I'm, I'm all for this. Loser. Exciting. All right, well... Uh... Shut up, Paz, you fucking... <laughs> bad. Bad, Miles. Bad. <laughs> that uh <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> uh miles what have you got actually if you don't uh, mind yeah so uh shout out to uh friend of the podcast emily slash mako um uh last week in a, a stunning uh rendition of the red wedding i stabbed her in the chest and nominated a show for jay instead of her Thank um you. but you're welcome uh, but I, I will listen to her this time, and I will nominate the movie Redline, which she told us to to watch. So I will do Redline. Nice Redline. All righty, Cat. What about you? So in an uncharacteristic preparedness, I actually do have an anime. Uh, so we're gonna rewind about five years, I think. Five years? No. Seven years. We're gonna rewind seven years. I hope that's right. No, it is. It is five years. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know once you tell me what the show is. <laughs> okay, we're gonna rewind five years, and I am going to nominate the eighty-one most popular show on Mal, which I'm not. Sh- I haven't watched it anyway. Uh, it is extremely popular, as I just said, with um one point two million followers, um, members. I mean. And has a 7.26 on Mal. I'm going to nominate Kakaguri. Ooh. I've Go, never going after the has vote, I see. Yes. I, going not for the J vote at all. I based a <laughs> Pathfinder character off of Yumiko with some changes to make it socially acceptable. I, I, I should model the Black Desert character after Yumiko. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fucking hard, though. And, yes, Kat, that was five years ago. Good job. Hey, I was right twice. And wrong twice as well. Uh, hey, has, fuck you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, has, what have you got for us? June 13th, what's the weather? Yo, yo, Pete, you swam, bro? You swam? What's the weather in Minnesota? Woo. It's 65 degrees down there. It's, it's 69. Hot. I'm not even kidding. It's 69? Nice. Yo, nice. Pat, you sweating over there? 
That's why I know it. It's hot out, right? Sweating. What you I think that means? I'm, I'm actually trembling. It's kind of chilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jay's <laughs> Canadian. Um, I'm not Canadian. Anyways, <laughs> no, you ever right come right here? What I'm hearing is, it's a hot boy summer. It's a hot girl summer. And what is more hot boy and hot girl than Rosario Vampire? Nominating part yeah, two. Yeah, I already have because it's uh, ready. Yeah, I was gonna say, I figured. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I even asked. That that. Why, why, why did I even ask? Because I should have known. You could have just is, left uh, right then and there. We would have known. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, next time I'll do that. Uh, don't worry. Uh, Pete, what have you got? Man's mine's will be the exact opposite of has. And I also want to give a shout out to friend of the podcast, Jay, who's actually on the podcast. Um, on his manga melee podcast, talked about a manga called Akane Banashi which sparked a memory in my head of an anime that I wanted to watch. It was regarded as a lot of people's anime of the year in 2016. I'm going to recommend Showa Rengoku Rakugo Shinju. Yeah. Oh. I recognize Rakugo. Mm-hmm. I think I memorized one or two words you said there. It oh, most commonly it, okay. goes by Rakugo Shinju. You going after the path, oh. though? <gasps> oh, that's, this, that's, this that's already that's already this, number one yeah this show right. was in our um it's a jose it was yeah. what are we doing <laughs> it was in yeah. our battle of the decade right it was it was it was i oh. saw i was like i remember this thing is this the poem one where they uh, poem fight spoken, each other? spoken word uh drama telling storytelling like, storytelling yeah i wouldn't it's call it bad the battle one you're thinking of is um uh, what's it called? Not Chihayafaru. That's the one Chihai I was thinking of. Chihayafaru, yeah, where it's uh, Karuta yep. is the battle. Um, wait, 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 wait. 8.5, 8 ml. I'm oh, started, happy? Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Is this the one where they make the animation budget joke twice? I have no idea. It is Studio Dean, so there's a good chance that that's the case. Well, vote for it to find out. <laughs> <laughs> We are unhinged as always. Um, we did so good for so long, but no one, again. no one watches this far anyway. So I never have a hinge. No. <laughs> um, who's next? It's uh, we, of course the J Factor. Yes. J Factor. What's what's up, Jay? What do you got? Okay, so I was kind of going. I'm gonna go with something a little bit different from what everybody has suggested. You know, we've got a lot of like. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember what Cat and uh, Miles nominated. Okay, we got a lot of relatively not violent stuff. So I'm gonna go I with something that is violent as an violence as an art form. I'm going to nominate Megalobox. Nice. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You're going crazy right now, Jay. That's the J factor. That's number one. Fuck it. I wish <laughs> I got that reaction when I nominated Megalobox. You wouldn't. Uh, I already like, have. I was dude, sober you're, at you're, the time. You're, no, dude, you're not. missing the J factor. That's J could be like, I'm nominating Kiss Sis, and everyone would be like, let's, <laughs> let's fucking go! go. <laughs> what you need to do is bribe J to nominate that stupid comedy you want to watch. I showed Has it, and he loved it. He gave it a 10 out of 10. I have not been sober recently, guys. I don't know. Also, be awesome, boss. Yeah, my stupid yes. comedy that has an eight point three on Val. I am sure it is good. Better. You sell things terribly. I, You're an I awful salesman. For the record, I never would align with Pete. But off the <laughs> okay. record, it was a ten out of ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh god. 
All right. Hey, fuck has. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny, what have you got? I, 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 mean, I think I, I know I what you got. Like a broken record, but it just happens to like every. This happens to like the other show I nominated. It got second place like five times. Classroom in a row. Me. So yeah. I, I so love yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nominating Kiss Exodus. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Or or whichever one is this was like uh your sister is like the class president or whatever. Yeah, that's a classic hood banger, whatever it's called. <laughs> classic hood Classic banger. Hood banger, yes. Classic hood banger. <laughs> Wait, excuse I me, listen, what? I, I listen to classic hood banger. You mean a certified time, so. hood classic? Classic? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's a classic hood banger. I love it. How are you the youngest person in the podcast and makes the oldest fucking opinions? Did, did that piff Johnny, Johnny Johnny's gonna make Johnny me listen to like, I'm, watch, like, dude, I'm like physically 17, mentally 71. I, I was gonna say, j- mentally, Johnny is like a 71 year old Chinese man. <laughs> Okay, Wait. so classroom of the elite, Johnny. I'm a boomer zoomer, so yeah, classroom of the elite. All right, uh, and then yeah, that I, I'm left. Um, damn, things need to come out faster. I want to nominate Summer Ghost, but it's uh, you know, it's not out here legally yet, and it apparently is going to be. So I'm not going to do that. It's going to be in theaters, yes, in quarter three apparently. Um, that can't come soon enough. So I think I'm just gonna go with uh, 86 again. Actually, the uh, the show that will get us a ton of a ton of clicks, a ton of listens, and uh, Pete and I could probably argue about it for an hour and a half on our own. So I think it would be a uh, really really good episode to talk about because I'd be curious to see whose sides you guys would take. It'd we'll be just, the rest drive of us all will over just again. provide like number scores to your arguments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll like rate each of you like out of 10 you know like, on a scale from 1 to 86 it's like the <laughs> yeah. thing all over again how disposable are you there you go alright well perfect alright uh, I think that that is everyone's nominations for those weeks so please if you would like to vote please uh, comment uh, message us on discord do whatever you want uh, we would love to uh, ha- factor your votes into our into our scores and in, not into our scores pardon me into our nominations and what we watch uh so yeah thank you guys so much for listening and uh pete closes out yes and if you've made this far and you want to support the podcast the best way to do so like comment subscribe leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on or watching us on if you are on youtube next week i'm not entirely sure what we'll do i'm probably gonna do like a list thing because i want more views and those those episodes do numbers so Look for something, look for our filler episode next Monday. Otherwise, if you are here for Watch Club, join us in two weeks for Fooly Cooly. We will see you next time. Thanks a lot. Peace.